Taylor Walker from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Shannon Hearn from the West Coast Eagles. This is Nathan Jones from the Melbourne Football Club. Phil Davis from the GRS Giant. That's Brad Eber from the Port Adelaide Football Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Hello, it's MJ. Welcome to another Coaches Panel podcast as we talk through and count down who I believe are the 50 most relevant players across all your fantasy football formats. And if you want to check out today's player in more detail, or yesterday's at number 50, you can check it out at coachespanel.tv. To help me chat through the player, I've positioned at number 49. I've got Benny Gogos on the line. Hello, mate. How are you? Hey, mate. Very happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about the St. Kilda Ruckman. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest about him. We'll go through some of his details and we'll talk about him. When I started kind of planning for the 50 most relevant in November, um, Billy wasn't really on the list hugely. Then there were some moves that happened in the trade period. We'll talk about that in a moment. And then when the prices came out, in probably two of the three formats, maybe not so much in another one, but in two of the three formats, I went, well, hello. All of a sudden, we have ourselves a very, very relevant player. And we'll talk about why that is in just a moment. We are talking Billy Longer in at number 49 of the 50 most relevant. Um, There's some potential upside here. Previously top 10 draft pick a number of years ago. Previously at the Brisbane Lions. Now he's made his way down to the Saints a few years ago. Uh, His highest score from 2018 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team was 57. I know, yikes. But then let's talk about his high super coach numbers for the year. 94. That ain't too bad. That was up against the Gold Coast Suns. His average last year in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team, 44.4. While in Supercoach, it was 53.4. Uh, his Supercoach price for 2019, 260900 His AFL Dream Team price uh, for the year is 285800 And then he is a little bit pricey in contrast. Uh, in AFL Fantasy is going to set you back $484,000. We're going to talk about rucks and structures and strategies for a whole chunk of uh, the 2019 preseason, Benny. But depending on the structure you want to go with, you don't want to lock away a set-and-forget combination. Billy Longer needs to be in your consideration. Yep, and the primary reason... That is the case, MJ, because he is essentially the only Ruckman on the St. Kilda list. So if we, we look back to that trade period, I, I, uh, you cut out for a second, so I'm not exactly sure if you said this or not, but Tom Hickey obviously got traded to the West Coast. Yeah. Um, and he went for, for very, very little. So uh, St. Kilda received pick 39 and a future fourth round selection for Tom. Um, so what this kind of suggests to me in a roundabout way is that St. Kilda really want to give Billy the chance to um, establish himself as the, the number one Ruckman. Yeah. Now, he's um, played six seasons. So he started at the Lions, um, played nine games there across his first two seasons as a, as a young Ruckman. That's, if anything, that's actually positive. Uh, comes to St. Kilda, first season, plays 16 games, um, does fairly well. Uh, again, just gets his 25 hit-outs a game, only seven touches, but building nicely, picks up his four tackles, plays 18 next season, a bit of progression, gets a couple more touches, goes into 2017 after missing 2016, and actually starts to really develop as a tap ruckman, um, lifting his hit-outs to 38 per game. So... And then, of course, he has a very poor season last year. But 
What's interesting to me is that he's only 25. Um, So we, we don't exactly know what the territory for his potential is. Now, a guy that I thought about who, look, the likeness isn't that high, but I was just intrigued by the numbers. Um, Ivan Marek, he played his first six seasons at Adelaide and never went above a 63 average. Mm. Um, suddenly became the number one ruckman at Richmond in 2012 and he averaged a 97. And look, he was essentially like an 80-plus ruckman from there on in. So... I could definitely see something happening from Billy. In, uh, in fact, the, the expected progression of a Ruckman um, or the time they're expected to really start progressing is around 24, 25. So yeah. he's in a, a really good age. He's already got that history of the, the 38 hit outs in 2017. And I just think, like, you know, if, he, if he's picking up 35 hit outs a game, it's, it's kind of hard to see him not average 70, which yeah. is probably going to be good enough for the dream team he's he's had a history of averaging a little bit higher in super coach so probably going to be good enough for super coach i think afl fantasy we can probably put a a red line through his name already because of that price tag but yeah i just just think there's a lot of positives and i've been a little bit surprised just um having a conversation with you just before that uh he's, he's being ridiculed a little bit because i think um people are going to be seriously looking at him given that there's a couple of options there in Brody Grundy and Max Gorn that are, have got seriously large price tags. And, uh, well, Max, Max especially has a history of, uh, of injuries. You know, you suspect that at some point in the season, one of those guys at, at the very least is going to be much cheaper. So, um, I personally don't want to be spending top dollars on, on Ruckman just knowing that that, that is a position that is very injury prone. So, if I can, if I can look to someone cheaper and in a guy like Billy Longer, that's that's certainly an avenue I'm willing to to explore. Yeah, it certainly is. You know, you talk about that 2017 year where you average 78 across the formats, 17 games that year. Dream Team and AFL Fantasy went over 80 on eight occasions, uh, including four tons with a peak of 125. Super coach that year seven times. He went north of 80. And uh, three of those times he scored 110 or above. And, and again, you're right. If, if we focus just on the Supercoach and Dream Team component, he, he's got to be priced and thought about differently in AFL Fantasy, given he's pushing closer to that sort of 500,000 sort of marker. And that's what the 50 Most Relevant does. It tries to put Dream Team, Supercoach, and AFL Fantasy and create a universal list. So in some formats, if we were just doing a Supercoach 50 Most Relevant, He'd probably be higher, but because there's the AFL fantasy component, we need to make them all in there. But in Dream Team and Supercoach, he's priced less than $50,000 more than first-year player Sam Walsh. And if you were to get a 70 from a first-year player over the opening six to eight weeks, you you would take that to the bank almost every single week. Um, and Billy isn't a cash carry. He's just a little bit above that, but he's got a he's got a scoring history. And you did talk about those Saints' lack of competition. Now that Hickey's an eagle... Uh, Rowan Marshall, he's a better relief ruck option. He's more in a, in a genre or style of Adelaide's Josh Jenkins, who plays key position forward, can ruck, but you probably don't want him rucking most of the game unless there's an injury that's happened. Lewis Pierce is developing okay in the VFL. And then Sam Alabakis is a former U.S. college basketballer. He's still just learning his craft. So th- there is no competition for spots. He's priced in Dream Team and Supercoach. A little above a cash cow. So he he really is that pure stepping stone. And then I think you make a really interesting point when it comes to rucks is that sometimes 
if you go set and forget, it can... Now, I know you can say it about every position, but, but it can burn you. For example, one of the most popular combinations to start with last year was Stefan Martin and Max Gorn. Uh, and that was because they were really popular, had you know plenty of price potential within them. But if your end-of-year combination wasn't Gorn and Grundy, um, then you were severely missing out. Like, for example, say you went Martin and Gorn. Um, and the final 10 games of the year, if that was your combination as opposed to Grundy and Gorn, in AFL Fantasy, just in the last 10 weeks, you would have been behind, just in those two spots, 285 points in AFL Fantasy, whereas it would have been 314 points worse off in Supercoach. That's a lot of points to be bleeding away in a position of the ground that you've only got two scoring variables to get right. I know, Ben, you can make it up in other lines, but just in those two spots, if you lock yourself into set, set and forget and get it wrong... Gee, man, that can really burn you on the back end. That's it, MJ. And the, the other thing that um, is a terrific, a terrific stat that I believe was Tim's stat from a, a couple of seasons ago now is that no two Ruckman from the previous season have actually maintained their status as a top two in the next. Yeah. So it's just, look, we, we've got two outstanding Ruckman now. We've got, we've got Gorn and Grundy, who are quite clearly just phenoms of the game. Um, it would be a surprise um, if they weren't to be the top two rucks. But again, I just want to make that point that, that Ruckman, given the very nature of the way that they play, they are um, going to get physically a little bit more bashed up than the regular players. So there's a little bit of an increased uh, expectation of injury there. Um, and when we're, playing, when we're paying such big prices, I just think like, look, you know, who do I want, Max Gorn or someone like a, a Tom Mitchell or, you know, even a, a Josh Kelly, someone who, who I think is going to average 110. I'd probably side with the, the midfielder and just think, look, I'll, I'll take the risk that, you know, potentially something that happens to Max, maybe a, an early injury or, or even even to our Brody or something. I, yeah. I think there's probably an increased likelihood of that. And on the, on the flip side, you've got someone like Longer who, Really, we, we don't know the full potential of this guy. So I was just looking back through the history and St. Kilda traded pick 25 um, and pick 41 for Billy and pick 48. So 25, uh, 25 is a, a lot of value. They yeah. really did. Um, they really believed in Billy. And I, I suspect there's, there has been no serious reason why they would have dropped their expectations. You, as I said, uh, I, like AFL Ruckman, majority of them are going to get a lot better from 25 to 30 than what they were from 18 to 25. And Billy's hitting a really, really nice age right now. And we have quite a history of Ruckman that looked pathetic. There, there was question marks over why they should be in the AFL. And a year later, suddenly they are the Messiah. Yeah. Um, and look, I, I would be very surprised, but I, I can definitely see Billy having a great year and, uh, everyone thinking a lot highly of him um, in 12 months' time than they do now. Yeah, and the thing that adds on top of that for, for Billy Longer is there is an unknown, and maybe it's jumping at shadows in January, but there is an unknown about how Melbourne are going to structure up with Hogan out of the side. Um, I know they've got Wiedemann and McDonald, but there has been some talk, or at least heavy desire, from Braden Proust to want to play in the same side as Max 
Now, whether or not that happens, it, it could purely just be jumping at shadows, which a fantasy football coach would never, ever do. Um, but there is an unknown possibility of the impact, if Bruce does play, on what happens to Max Gorn. And so by going a set and forget of Grundy and Gorn, are they likely to be the top two rucks? Possibly. But by getting a Billy Longer, you hedge your bets a little bit. You generate mm. some cash. You see a little bit of what's happening in the fantasy football world. Because as you've mentioned, the top two rucks historically aren't always the same two year in, year out. And you could build a case for Todd Goldstein that he could do that. We, we saw him bounce back last year. And it was only just a handful of years ago. He was probably the number one ruck. Sam Jacobs was injury impacted last year and has proven to be one of the most consistent and durable rucks going around. Stefan Martin, when he's not ruck sharing, he's 110 ruckman. Matthew Cruiser, mm. just two years ago, got his body right and delivered massive scores. Even a Toby Nankervis. I have a suspicion that these new ruck rules... A play to a ruckman like him who's, yes, who can compete in the hitouts, but it's his work around the ground and his tackle pressure and his body work. Oh, I think the new ruck rules could impact him. So you could build a case that it's not a lock of Gorn and Grundy, one and two. You can build a case that there's four or five other guys that could push their way up into the mix. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think people that have closed themselves to the idea of something altering um either haven't played the game long enough or are being a little bit closed-minded like the the reality is we don't know we're so far out from the season starting we don't know there are so many variables like it, you make a, a great uh a great observation with the brand the Braden Proust stuff like there has to be a serious thought that he he has come to the club on the proviso that they're saying the plan is to play you and Gorn together now whether that comes to be true, you, you suspect it's unlikely, but I do suspect that at the start of the season, they're going to probably play him because, you know, like you have to at least fulfill your obligations at, at the beginning and it's just going to throw a spanner in the works. Uh, there's, there's so many different permutations. Things very, very rarely stay constant from year to year. We even know last in 2017, obviously, uh, Max Gorn went down early with a knee injury. So. Yeah. Just getting up, that uh, that happened in round three. Started the house, started the season on fire. Got injured in round three. Um, something like that could easily happen. We we know injuries happen. Um, we have to we have to plan for all potential outcomes. And I I just think with this current situation, if you've got a guy that you're like, look, he has no pressure on his role. Yeah. He's priced at forty five in Dream Team and similarly in Super Coach. And he has a his, he ha, he has averaged seventy eight only one season prior, and he should be entering his prime now. Yeah, and he was highly rated as a youngster. I, there's a lot of a lot of things to like about him. On the flip side, look, he has he hasn't exactly shown it year on year. Um, but at at the end of the day, when we're paying such a low price, we can easily move out of him if, if something goes terribly wrong. So. I really, I really think that uh, Billy Long is someone that's got to be seriously looked at by the um, the general public heading into 2019. You're right. Look, worst case scenario, if, if Longer fails to score well, which let's classify that as 65 or below, then he just yep. becomes your first priority upgrade target. And that's perfectly okay. Best case scenario, he gives you a great look for five to eight weeks at the best ruckman bubbling away for who you believe will be a top two ruck. 
that you haven't got on. And then he scores you 70, 75, 78 and above, knocks out a couple of hundreds, which he's shown he's got the potential to do. And he makes you some money, gives you a look to make sure you can lock in the right premium ruck option as much as the information you have at that point. So I think there's only massive upside for coaches not going set and forget strategy at this point in the preseason. I think longer for Dream Team and Super Coach right now is probably the best R2 option going around if you're not going for a set and forget, which I think at this stage is a mistake. Yeah, it's it's um it's proving to be a very exciting early season. Now obviously we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of injuries between now and round one, but there's a heap of mid prices that are presenting themselves and you you've seriously got to be considering a lot of them. I think it's the first the first season where I I can seriously name quite a quite a number of players on each line that I would have relative confidence in are going to increase in value. So it's a it's a really exciting season. I think uh, Billy Longer is certainly one of those blokes, MJ. Yeah, no, look, he's locked away currently for me for Supercoach and Dream Team. And I, I'm not a closed door to it in AFL Fantasy, uh, but he's far from a, a lock in there. When it comes to drafts, both seasonal and keepers, um, ruck rankings are always really intriguing because if there's ever a ruck rush that happens, uh, coaches, depending on the experience level um, and how long you've got to make your selection, coaches can panic and go and get all these rucks. Uh, long as someone that he's going to be there late in the draft. Now, if you have two rucks on ground, that may not be as uh, likely. But if you've just got the one ruckman on field, I'm not opposed to both in keeper or seasonal drafts. You'll probably get Billy really, really late. Ideal, you don't want him as your on-field ruck. You'd want him as your emergency. But look, he's number one ruck, no competition, should score relatively well. You'll take that from a bench ruck with a late draft pick. And again, in either a seasonal or in a keeper league, I think even in drafts, there's some relevancy for Billy Longer. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, look, you wouldn't want him on field but in, in saying that if you've managed to absolutely stack the midfield yeah, or, or done something else um, as a very low selection on field player you know you could do a lot worse than him I believe I, my expectation is he probably does a 70 plus average yeah. um, at this early stage lots of things can change obviously Um and given that that's the case, you know, you're probably going to get that from your last defender anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, yep, the the value on the rucks is always going to be super high. Like you said, the, there's a potential for there to just be heaps of rucks go at once. We've seen it time and time again, even though it's a little bit nonsensical. Um, so I think that, yeah, he's certainly a guy that you... I, even... From my perspective, I'd love to have him as a second ruck. That yeah. would be the perfect scenario. Exactly. Get him late. Um, you've got a guy that's number one ruck for his team, and all things considered, he, he's going to be great backup. But yeah, he's a he's an exciting um, option, MJ. I think uh, a few a few guys will be surprised by the name we're throwing out today, but uh, he's uh, he's going to be right in the mix come round one, I believe. Yeah, I certainly think so, man. Hey, appreciate your thoughts today on Billy Longer. Thank you, MJ. Uh, if you want to go and check out the article uh, for Billy Longer or any other player in the 50 most relevant, you can do that at coachespanel.tv. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash coachespanel. And uh, depending on the level you jump in at, you can get 24 hours early access, just like 
Robert Boylan has done. He is a part of our Patreon, and thank you, Robert, for playing your part. You can keep checking out at coachespanel.tv every single day for new articles and the podcast, just like you're getting this, a new one every single day till we wrap up our 50 most relevant. In at number 48 tomorrow, a guy that, I'll be honest, I had him early in my top 20, but he slid just over the past two weeks, and there's a big reason for it.